0: So here in this final session of six on this series on reverse addiction, we're going to look at the importance uh, in your recovery of how you have trained people to know who you are. Now, this is a very big question in recovery because recovery means a real transition to who, who you really are and not who you've trained people that you are. And so it's just as challenging in some ways for them as it is for you. This is hugely connected with our security as people. We're also gonna look at defining recovery as a balanced position of self-care and care for others, and how these recoveries are actually mirrored in the way that they form. Of course, this is a big part of what we call reversed or mirrored positions. In other words, how when the addict is addicted, They look worse and you look better in the reverse position. But when recovery begins, actually the addict starts to look better and you start to look worse. Now, understanding this is really important and is, of course, one of the main reasons we call it mirrored or reverse addiction. So here it is, the final session, session six. Another effect on the family is connected with the way that we train people to know who we are. Now, training is an important factor in human relationships, and it's strongly connected with the idea of security. Security is naturally very important to us as humans, and one of the ways we help ourselves feel secure is to believe that we know those around us well. So, when somebody begins the transformational process of recovery, it can threaten people's security you know, if you start behaving in ways that they don't recognize, it can make them feel insecure. This can have all sorts of effects, including, of course, the one mentioned above. Now, someone in the reverse position, who's not ready yet to begin their own recovery, will often bring forms of pressure to bear on the recovering addict to not change too much. That's what we've just talked about. So I always include this in my work with addicted people. I ask them to remember what a shock it might be to their family to have to see this new person who they don't know. This is really an ethical point and it's really saying, you know, be be considerate of others around you, whether it's at work, fa- friends or even family, to say, if you change too fast and if you press these changes upon people or exhibit them too strongly, then it can cause conflict or insecurity and can bring problems in the relationship. So again, just a considerate thing to say, take into account how people might be coping with your changes. But what about the addict? In early recovery through various forms of guilt, shame, and various types of motivation, they often start to flip into more of the reverse side themselves. Learning to empathize, Uh, uh, consider others think about what's it like to be around me you know this reflexive question now as mentioned above this can take more extreme forms when the partner of the addict actually develops their own addiction and the recovered addict goes into the reverse to look after them they will literally swap positions now honestly this is not as uncommon as you might think it's quite extreme and doesn't happen every time but uh, it's certainly possible. So what are we trying to do? Well, in conclusion here, I'm going to talk about achieving balance. Which way is actually up? Remember that any form of addiction turns us upside down. We, we tend to think of uh, down as up and up as down and so on, which is why we can often make things worse by trying to help. If you think about these two unbalanced positions, if you're in a strong relationship, believe me, the chances are you're both uh, in these opposite and extreme positions. So think about those now and think about in what direction must each one of you go in order to recover? How do you reach that balanced place? Well, each must go in the opposite direction to the other. And this is one of the reasons why we call it reversed or mirrored addiction. You are literally mirrors of each other. And this is why um, you're so opposite often in outlook. But think about these positions. You might notice that the addict, in order to achieve the balanced position, has to become less selfish. They have to think more of others, be more considerate um, and think less about themselves. Now this looks good, doesn't it? If you've ever seen somebody recover, uh, people congratulate you. Uh, They see you being more honest, more authentic, more caring, more giving, more sacrificial, less selfish. It looks great, doesn't it? And so people are quick to congratulate this kind of thing and to encourage you. But look at the reverse addict. In order to achieve the same balanced position that the addict is looking for, they have to become more selfish. Well, that doesn't look so good, does it? That doesn't look so good. People are not congratulating you about that. You know, now look, in honesty some of them will because they have a deeper understanding of what's going on you might book a holiday for yourself or book uh, you know some treatment or um, just take some time off work or whatever it is that you do for yourself you might buy yourself some nice clothes you might have a nice meal anything like that somebody who understands this in a deeper way will often say well done you for looking after yourself but most people Will uh, particularly anyone on the other side of this equation they will tend to see this as a difficult thing because you're becoming more selfish effectively so it takes a lot of experience and understanding to um, to come to terms with this idea of a uh, recovery but that's what must happen remember you're only achieving a balanced position it will feel to you very alien because you're effectively uh, (laughs) acting worse than you used to act. Let's never forget that there's another mirrored effect here and that is the effect of when you're both in your addictive practices, it's the addict that looks worse and you that looks better. If you're in the reverse position, You look better because you're forever sacrificing. You're forever paying for someone. You're forever giving up uh, good stuff for yourself and giving it to someone else. And what does this look like? You know, to to the uneducated, it looks highly spiritual. You know, people will say, oh, what a saint you are looking after this, you know, this terrible addicted person. And they will see it as... Uh, something really good but I, I in rehab I always used to call this a pseudo guru um, uh, <laughs> if I'm pronouncing that right uh, a pseudo guru is someone who appears to be very spiritual but actually it's not spiritual it's just addiction turned inside out and so um, you've had your time of looking the best of the two of you but in a recovery it's the addict who looks better because they're, they're becoming less selfish. So, you know, we, you take it in turns, basically. You have to be strong, you have to be understanding that what you're doing is actually getting better. You're becoming more healthy because you're becoming, just like the addict, more balanced. It's just that you have a different route to that balanced position. So, there it is. There's this short series on um, the idea of flipping, the idea of reverse addiction and the very important role it plays in the addiction cycle. Basically, it's the way we all start, no matter what we become. And so, I hope I've helped you to see this thing as a potential and something that you can flip back and forwards from depending on the situation that you're in. But ultimately, authentic recovery brings about a balanced position. So.